This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. All right, and we are back with the talk it over, breaking it down. How comfortable are you with being alone? Part two, and so far, I mean, part one was was dope. It was very, very uh, heavy on the on the introspective side, on the benefits. Well, let's remind everybody alone. who's just tuning in what we're talking about today. Go ahead. All right, so today we're talking about being alone. Like, how comfortable are you with being alone, and just aloneness in general? Um, like I think so far and sorry, Olin, I feel like I just cut you off, but we good. We good. Anyhow, um, you know, a lot of us have definitely said that, you know, it's critical to take that time to yourself when exiting a relationship to get to learn yourself, learn, you know, um, what you're willing to tolerate, don't want to tolerate, reflect back on the relationship and what happened, what went wrong. You know, one thing we really haven't talked about is the role that you played and what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of that that goes into uh, breakups. You know, if you you have to have that introspective. Um, what it was me? Nah, it, it wasn't you, me. Olin, I believe me. it was you. I'm a every Never single time say, it was you. It can't, can't be me. <laughs> can't be me. It was it was Olin. When push comes to shot, it was Olin. If <laughs> the end. No, but you know, you have to do that introspective work to find out what role you played in the demise of the relationship. And I think when you um, when you do that, it, it gives you newfound insight in, as to the person that you are and the person that you're bringing to a relationship. Um, so do we, does anyone really want to touch base on, on that topic before? Because I got a new question for y'all. No, I think we could. What you did wrong? What what you did no, wrong? I, me, I'm I'm perfect. No, no, no. As, as, as myself. You know, you know, yes, you know. Yes, Trish, you Trish does no wrong because she's so, not she's not there to do any wrong. She just goes. She's yeah. out. You know. I'm in a robot. I wouldn't say I did anything wrong. I would say I could have done things better. So, okay. um, I you know I guess listening would be something I could have done better. Maybe okay. communicating or maybe taking the initiative to maybe do something. I will I will admit. Um, you know, so going into this new relationship, that's one of the things that you're cognizant of now. Oh yes, very cognizant of. Okay. Very cognizant of. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm like, no, don't touch that. I got it. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that's me now. You know, so uh, that's something that I've, I've learned about my, uh, not my flaws, because you know, I'm still perfect, but I could do better. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. You know, us perfect people, we got to stick together, bro. <laughs> right, right. I appreciate that. All right, Quimane, I see you over there unmuting yourself. What's up? No, I was saying, the old saying goes, admin is the first step. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, when we take that, um, what's what I'm looking for? Um, basically, take accountability for, mm-hmm. the, for our actions. You know, that's where 
the change starts and be like, damn, yo, I was really like this. Oh, and now I got to change that, you know, because we want to treat people how, you know, we want to be treated. Absolutely. So it's important that we, you know, that we do them things, take them Absolutely. steps to understand where we went wrong. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I saw uh, really quickly, I saw Hassan jump on real quick. He had looked like he had a, a young lady with him. So Hassan, you there? He, he's not alone today. So you're not alone. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Hey, how are you? How are you? Hi. Are you going to introduce your guest? Yes, I am. This, this, this is my, this is my old friend, Deborah, right here. Hi, Deborah. Hi everyone. And, and we're kind of mobile, moving around. We're hanging out in uh, Marcus Garvey Park right now. Okay. Uh, we, we try to get some uh, some uh, quiet. We were on 125th Street and it was just too live out there. So we walked over here. So so yeah, just kind of tuning in and out right now. But uh, yeah, the subject matter is interesting, you know, being alone because, you know, I've often hated being alone, you know, mm -hmm. by myself, you know? And, uh, but, but, you know, that, that's the most natural state to be in because we all are born alone, we're gonna die alone, you know what I mean? And often it's like, we, we have distractions to get us outside of ourselves so we're not alone. And we use other people as, as like this buffer between us and ourselves. So mm -hmm. it often, you know, it's, it's an interference when we're not alone. So being alone can be real healthy and healing, you know? Mm -hmm. What do you think, Deb? I think the same thing as well. Um... Yeah, the distractions, they come and they come very hard. So when you're trying to focus on yourself, um, at times when you're in a relationship, you have to focus on the other person and basically die to your own self and your own needs. So mm -hmm. when you uh, decide to be alone, it's very freeing, very freeing and um, a happy place. <laughs> okay. Has Chris, has anybody established a, a kind of a, a timeline? Has anybody, I, real quick, just by, you know, I, I think we can do this real fast. That has to be a big discussion. Like, how long can, how long is alone tolerable, right? So, just for everybody, like three months, four months, five months, two years, three years, like, how long is alone tolerable? I just want to get a poll real quick. I'd say six months. Six months. All right, Naomi? Uh, it depends. Oh, now you come the, on. The Just quick, quick the off baby. the top. Quick off the top. How long? If you were um, alone tomorrow, how I long? I say like at least a year. Okay. All right. Antonio? I, I'm with Naomi. I think about a year. A year? Bree, yeah. you still with us? Yep. I agree. I definitely say a year too. And a trip to Vegas, right? Um, <laughs> you know? And Kwame. Uh, Kwame, I want to get Kwame back in here. Um, Real quick, just what what are your you personally? What would you say would be your your limit? I say about six months to about a year and a half, two years. Six months and a year and a half. Man, y'all make two me feel bad. Most. Two years at most. Two years at most. I feel like I feel like I got some alone time to catch up on. Jesus. Like <laughs> <laughs> good wow. God. What about like, you? You didn't say how long. Well, right. hold on, hold on, Hassan, real quick before I'm gonna def deflect. Okay. Yeah. For me, for me, a long know, I don't time, I, I've actually been single for a long time, five years. Actually. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Five but years. But in that yeah. five years, you have you been completely alone in that five years, or well, have you? I mean, I mean, I've dated, but you know, I haven't been in what in any real relationships. I mean, you know, I had some, 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 um, um some conjugal associations. 
Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not a lot. Well, in the context, that was without investment. There was no emotional investment. It was just physical investment. You know? Okay, right, so right. I have a question. I have a question. Yes. We're going to talk about this being alone without, when you have needs. Like, so, so this was one of, and, and, and this was one of the questions I wanted to actually bring in. So this is perfectly. How do you handle being alone when you have needs? And we are all human. We are all adults. We are all grown adults with kids. So we got needs. Like, are we just ignoring that? Like, what are you doing in that time period? Are you entertaining people just to, to sequester whatever, you know, that need is that you have at the moment? Or are we just like, nope, I'm ignoring it or I'm handling it on my own and, and keep it moving? Like, what are we doing? Both. It, it can actually it can be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be actually both. I mean, uh, yeah, it's been an extensive amount of time, you know, that that that, that I've gone that I've gone without um, without physical interaction with someone else. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I have done that for some time, but within five years, I've done both. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah, I have no problem taking care of my own needs. It can happen in like thirty seconds or two minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I can be on to the next thing. It doesn't take long at all. It's real quick because I know me. So it's like, bam. Okay, good. I'm out. <laughs> Bree, what, what the best about, and safest option exactly. is to handle it on your own. And I'm going to leave yeah, it at no, that. I was just, <laughs> just going to say, ladies, we live in a century where they make toys to replicate everything for us. Okay? So we replicate things that don't even exist. Exactly. <laughs> replicate know? things that no human being can even, can even match up to. You know, so spend that year of getting to know yourself. Yeah, you gotta yourself. Yourself up. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna, you gonna be looking for droids then. You looking for you be like, oh, none of these men out here meet the standard. Wait, let me go, let me go build one. Let me go build a man. Let me go over here and see what's happening in the said build a man, like a build a man. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. It's a store in the mall for that. Like, that's where y'all headed I with the toys. All the time, they say they like. Oh well, you haven't had anyone to listen. They have a toy to replicate each and every one of y'all. So I don't need y'all for the organ purposes. You have to bring something else to the table because I got it. I got it. See, they, they're trying to get. They're trying to get rid of us. It's Aren't definitely you for Vegas. She, listen, she right on time for Vegas. I'm in the Vegas because if they don't act right in Vegas, I need to be set up. All right. Oh, ain't no, there's no acting right in Vegas. You can't go to Vegas with expectations for anybody to act right. What's wrong with you? I mean, it's, you, it's, you already setting yourself up. That's you can't. They're not meeting the standards. Like you know, you know, we get a little excited. If I don't get excited for anyone, I got okay, my I got little Google at home I got waiting I got for you. me. All right. So, okay, so I have another question. Are we, now, now, we've done all this work. We're talking about doing this work and we're talking about getting to know self. At some point in time, can you have done too much work? And Naomi, Naomi, excuse me, you're you're a healthcare professional, right? I'm a trauma therapist. You're a trauma therapist. I'm going to ask you this question. At some point in time, could you have done too much work and actually, like, really almost hurt yourself in the process because now your expectations are way too high? They're and unrealistic. They're, they're unrealistic. You're looking for the golden child. I mean, if you do go into a relationship with a high expectation or even dating with a high expectation, then you're kind of is in the end it's not gonna work out too too well for this one reason. 
is because we're all human and we're not all perfect. So you might have like an individual that might show you like face to face, like an ex, like some of your expectation, but once you date them or they, you end up being in a relation with them, there might be certain things that you might not like. They're like, okay, check. Oh, he's it's not on my list. I'm, I'm going to end it. Like, uh, I'm going to end it. That's it. Too strict. So it's, it's, in the end of the day, we're not all human, perfect human beings. It's just trying to find out within yourself, like, hey, what are the things that are the most important? Whether it's mm. someone that's going to respect me, that's going to value me, and is going to be there that when I'm sick mm-hmm. or I'm right. dealing with something. So it depends on each individual, like, what are the main things that they want in their relationship? Right. Mm. I agree. I feel like um, if you're doing the work and realizing that you're not perfect as a human, then you have to understand that whoever you meet isn't going to be perfect either, you know? So having that balance is like, okay, this is what I can tolerate. She's like, what? I said, that's not computing with Trish at all. She's like, I expect, (laughs) I expect perfection. (laughs) I expect perfection because I am perfection. All right. Y'all, y'all get me. Y'all understand. So it's to, to look at if the person is equally doing the work for themselves, like you are, you know, like, so if you're, you know, constantly trying to push yourself to be better and to aim for your idea of perfection, then hopefully that person is also pushing for themselves to be better in their idea of whatever their perfection looks like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I hear what I'm hearing is a lot of, you know, alone helps provide for self-evolvement, right? Evolution. The only thing that I could say would be an unforeseen negative impact of that is sometimes you evolve beyond the pool of suitors that you, and so it takes a while it can take some time to find that person you're looking for because you've, you've grown so much that you've outpaced people in your your peer group right and sometimes that's why I mean I know in this society is seen as taboo but that's sometimes that's why you see like young women with older men or vice versa older or young men with older women because they've that what they're looking for in their peer group is just too hard to find because they've evolved they self-evolved beyond what the other people are doing so you know like 20 18 20s we all looking to you know hook up in the club go to the club with 30s 40s nobody's really going to the club like that anymore we're not Mm -hmm. looking for the club but if you're 20 with that mentality that like i'm not looking for the club all your peers are in the club Mm -hmm. so that's not where you're at you know that's not where you're at so you're you're maybe taking trips Mm -hmm. going on going to vegas going to aruba and you know people like that it might be a little bit harder to find your peer group. You have to find a little, you know, that's just my thought. But uh, Naomi, what were you about to, what would you want? You want to and then Deborah after. Is, Go ahead. Go, no, no, I said Naomi and then Deborah. Uh, so there's one thing that I used to say to myself, and I think my mom used to say to us too as we were growing up, is that when you fall for in love with someone, fall for their imperfections, not their perfection. Meaning she, what she was trying to say from that is like, you have to ask yourself, what flaws are you willing to deal with if you're going to end up in a relationship with someone with someone for the rest of your life? So like if you have certain, like, I mean, this might not work with everyone, 
but I know with me, like I, I have certain certain things that I wanted in my partner, but then in wanting those certain things, I, I had I had to look at his imperfections, say, am I willing to deal with these imperfections if we're gonna be together for forever in a in a marriage? So I had to look at like That's both powerful. of them and see like what could I take and not take. That's powerful. All right, and you said, uh, Trish, you said Deb, Deb, yeah. okay. Deborah, Deborah Hassan, we want to go back over to you guys. I just wanted to um, just add that you have to be willing to accept people how they are and for who they are mm -hmm. when you do decide to get into a relationship um, and support them where they are. You know, mm -hmm. you can't just um, put unrealistic expectations on people. And it has to be, you both have to have the same mindset in order for the relationship to work. Um, as soon as you go off one doing something more than the other, then you're gonna, that's when you're gonna have that, that tug of war type of thing going on. Um, mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. real important that you, know, you accept people how they are and for who they are and don't mm -hmm. try to change them. You know, they will change and evolve on their own I, I believe that when you make a plan together, that you create your own plan, your own relationship goals and plans and not look outside of yourselves mm. because a lot of times that, you know, gives you a false narrative. So mm. um, that that's my input on it. Two, two powerful statements, right. back to back. Yeah. Very nice. So again, we, if for anyone just tuning in, um, we are here talking about being alone and how comfortable with you are being alone. And truthfully, coming out of a pandemic, we've all pretty much been alone for the last year in some change. Most of us have at least. Um, and I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Like how, how did being in the pandemic and being forced to be alone, even if it was for the first six months or before they opened the outside back up. How was how did that work for most of you being alone in the pandemic? Being, Anyone alone, can was, being alone was really hard at first with the pandemic. For me personally, I mean, you know, I, I actually was going through some real low, low emotional points in my life and there was no one to, to lean on, you know, uh, no one to confide in, mm -hmm. you know, it was tough. Mm -hmm. It was like, no one was available because everybody was in a state of panic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I was forced to, to really, you know, come to terms with some other uh, deep aspects of myself. So, you know, coming out of it, it's like, there's like a, a new freedom with um, me becoming reacquainted with myself and discovering new things about myself that I didn't know. So, you know, being alone part is, is cool. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it right now. Okay. All right. Myself, I, I worked during the uh, pandemic. I worked for a medical manufacturer, so we never closed. Mm -hmm. And I also have a 19-year-old daughter at home. So, you know, we were there together. Um, and um, being that I was going out every day, it didn't affect me the same way. I, I wanted some downtime, actually. I wanted to be able to experience what some other people, friends, coworkers were experiencing from working at from home, but we never had that opportunity. So I basically have, you know, I was just out here. I got to see the city and the world very quiet. 
Gotcha. And it put me in a quiet place too. I'm very spiritual. So it, it allowed me to seek um, God more and listen for his voice. So that's what it did for me. So it, for me, what it sounds like is that you experienced the alone time differently because you were out in the world in a city that's usually going and hustling and bustling. And it was just like, you stop, like everything stops. So your alone time might not have been at home, but you experienced it out in the world by yourself. Yes, yes. Like I was able to take a selfie in the middle of Times Square with no traffic. That to me was amazing ever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I it's the little things. That's great. Brianna, yeah. I want to bring you in there because you real quiet, boo. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Honestly, um during the quarantine, I was just like during this whole pandemic, I've just been focusing on myself. This is when I really had the time to do the work for me. So it's just been me, myself, and I. And it's been amazing. Honestly, like it's been amazing. It's really forced me to take the time to be by myself especially because no one's really able to come around you know everyone wants to stay home and be cool that's fine with me again don't get me wrong there were moments when I was lonely and I was sad and I was like man I hate this feeling but after a while I was like okay I like this like I like coming home to no stress and just calm peace getting to know me you know so I was very appreciative of the pandemic and it forcing me to just do the work. Cause I feel like minus the pandemic, I would have been wanted, you know, to go out and explore and get to know. And I wouldn't have taken that time to get to know me the way I was forced to. So I'm very appreciative of it. Is that everybody? No, no, no. For me, I was in a situation where I was forced to be alone. And this was maybe prior, maybe two, three weeks before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. um, you got it, you got so, a head start. So yeah, I was I was good. So when the pandemic happened, it was like everybody come join me. So um yeah, it was it was it wasn't hard for me at all. It was just, you know, something I was already used to at that point. Got it. Naomi, I feel like it's a mix. Yeah. Like I'm kind of mixed because it's like before the pandemic, like I felt like I was alone because, you know, me and my husband had different work schedules. So I did have like some alone time. But then like after the pandemic is like we saw each other more. So it gave it gave a chance for us to even be closer in our relationship with each other because of the fact that we, we have more time with each other um, during the pandemic. But I felt like I also had some alone time because like I had to work throughout the whole pandemic, the, the whole, I think even till now, and I had, now I have like three jobs. So like it, it kind of like kept me busy and doing mm -hmm. so, so many things, but I felt like in some part, I did have a little bit of a long time, mm -hmm. but now it's like, I don't really have a lot because of so many things going on. But so I feel like it was like a, just a mix of things. Got it. And let's let's toss it back over to Komain before I put my little two cents in and, and then Olin. Um yeah, it gave me a chance to slow down. Uh-huh. Um it wasn't it wasn't really hard. You know, I was already on my time, like, now nah, I need to be by myself right now. So, uh -huh. so it didn't it wasn't it wasn't a hard thing to do. Um around that time I started reading my Bible a bit more. Um something I always planned to do, so I had no distractions at all. Mm -hmm. You know, even down to reading to my kids and just, you know, it was mostly mostly us. So with them, I wasn't, I had them around, but as far as like companionship and having other people, 
Yeah, it was quick. It was so, so I will say this. I'm a social butterfly. And I think most of y'all know that. I'm always traveling, always on the road. When they told me I had to sit still and be by myself, I was I went crazy in this house. I was like, y'all gotta let me outside soon. I can't even uh, lie. The wall um, started closing in. Listen, the wall, it was like, ain't nobody here. It's just me, me and this this eight-year-old. I think he was eight at the time, my son. And I was like, listen, it's gonna be one of us. Somebody gonna be outside pretty soon. Like, <laughs> I just, I'd had enough. For me, I, For me I know you. Also, I'm a person that needs human interaction. I need physical interaction with other people. So I actually really struggled during the pandemic, but also I did take time to myself to, you know, really get to know what am I struggling with? What do I need to work on? You know, things like, I think most of us did. We did some self, some, some self-reflection and all that good stuff, but I did not like it. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, did not want to be alone, did not want to be by myself, wanted human interaction, wanted to go out into the streets, wanted to travel, uh, wanted to meet new people, even just friends and work and whatnot, my usual daily, you know, grind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually didn't do very well in the beginning of the pandemic as it went on and it, it got better and then they let me outside again. And I was just like, I right, back to my regularly scheduled program. So um, I know if we had to go through this again and I had to do it completely by myself, I don't know that I would exactly fare well because I do, I'm a person that needs human interaction. Whether it's in a relationship or friendship, I need human interaction. All right. Well, I'll say this and then uh, we'll go ahead and close out. I think I'm I'm more in, akin to what you were saying, Trish, and everybody else. And I think I think it flipped for me um, in a in a a weird way. I mean, obviously I wasn't alone because I'm what a couple of weeks away from having a kid. Mm-hmm. So there was that. But um my my job uh you know got gouged and so my social interaction just went completely nonstop. So I've always had a good balance mm-hmm. of being able to have solitude and social interaction. And so now it's been too much solitude and I have myself as my own company. And Mm. that's been driving me, you know, a little bit too far. I was like, no, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of my, out of my headspace. I need to be able to interact so I don't have to overthink. Um, So it's been, it, it started off okay, but then it started to implode in a Mm -hmm. sense. All right. Because I didn't have an outlet. So that, that's where I'm kind of at with it right now. All right. Well, I definitely think this conversation has been dope, y'all. Real quick, uh, Kwame. Oh, appreciate you. Would you would you come back on, and and join us for another one, another another, uh, and Deborah, since you got dragged in here as well. Listen. Kwame, would you would you join us for another? Oh yeah, podcast? for sure. All right, yeah, yeah I like this. Nice, nice. Sure, and, sure, I will. All right, we we gotta uh, we gotta make sure everything is right and get all the paperwork done. So. Mm-hmm. And and listen, we don't just do this on Sundays. We do this on. During the week too, the Love Corner um, comes on every Thursday. So if anybody wants to be a guest or just tune into the Love Corner, you're more than welcome to come and talk love, sex, and relationships to myself and Jen. It's fun. Um, I've been there. Us- I would suggest yeah. y'all do it. It's, it's, what it's time fun. on Thursdays? Um, well, we we record before before Thursday, so just drop us a note and I'll let you know when. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I would love to be on it. Oh, yes. God. Okay. Oh, God. So, if if Bree gets yes. on, I gotta get on. I just yeah. want to be I've got to get on if Brie gets on. You know, I, I will send. 
Listen, last week, if you didn't listen to last week, I'm telling y'all, go listen to last week. You're going to be like, Trisha, it was Ooh. good. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Just okay. go to Instagram and listen. Um, I but invite. I, boo, I got you. I'm going to send out a, a calendar invite. If you could join, we would love for you to join. If you can't, we do it. I'll try to set the date so it's every single, you know, every single week at the same day, same time, so you guys can just pop it. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you all. Thank uh, Anna Banana, KI from Bedstyle, Bumpy Johnson, sound producer, and thank everybody for being a part of this again. Amazing team, amazing cast. Thank you, Trish, as always. Uh, I look forward to crashing another uh, love corner when y'all have Brie. So. <laughs> all right. Amazing. Got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.